0: Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au.
1: Praise God for you guys. Can you give yourselves a round of applause? Um, I honour you, I affirm you, I'm proud of you, the way you care, the way you love, the way you pursue Christ, the way you value and uh, welcome everybody from every, wherever they're coming from, whatever their faith or no faith. I love that this is a place we can come and serve and love and, and do life well together. And Sanjeev, our Associate Pastor, is in Penrith preaching this morning, so I'm filling in for him. Good on you, Jeff. When my daughter, Abby, started school, She was on the front row, first grade. I'm like, yes, we've got a learner in our family. She was leaning forward. She was intensely listening. She wanted to hear every word that was said by the teacher because I've never been on the front row. The only front row I've ever sat on is church. Uh, Val Primary School, I, I was busy in the playground. That, that's where I hung out. Academics weren't the, the, the strength. Uh, I was with Johnny Gibbs and Paul Vorton. actually coached me. Uh, in the, we were playing footy all the time and I never got into the school thing. But my daughter, I'm thinking finally we've got someone in our family who's going to study. And I wondered whether it was all the Beethoven music I played uh, with my firstborn to make her smarter. Or, or was all the DVD preaching that I would play at night uh, so she could hear God's word. Oh my gosh, what a overbearing father I was as my first daughter. Uh, but she was she was into it. She was intense. She was listening. Uh, you know, she'd apply. She was focused, smart. And I thought, this is great. Well, it turns out two years later, she's on the front row because she can't see. Like, like she's blind as a bat. She had to get like Coke bottle glasses just so she could see anything. We had no idea. And poor kid, you know, it took a couple of years for us to realize that she had bad eyesight. That's why she was on the, the front row. Uh, but I wonder when it comes to God, do we see him correctly? Is our vision a bit flawed because of our experiences on this earth? I wonder when it comes to God, how clearly do we see just who God is? His holiness, His greatness, His love for you and me. I wonder how flawed our eyesight is. We don't know any different. And so we think we can see, but this series is all about our identity in Christ. This series is about seeing God the way He sees us and lining those two up. You see, A.W. Tozer says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. So what comes into your mind when you hear the word Father? As God is our Father. Is your view of God flawed? because of your earthly father is your view of god flawed because of this life that you've lived the the challenge is if your view of god is flawed your whole life will be flawed and that's why we have the scriptures to correct our vision to help us see clearly so we can be all who god wants us to be Uh, isaiah 64 8 says yet O lord you are our what you're our you're our father we are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. A potter never disowns the pot. Uh, uh, it's, it's, the, it's what the potter makes. It, it's his. Your very existence is proof that there is a father in heaven. You, we didn't just exist from a big bang or a bunch of gases or evolved from apes. You have a father in heaven who created you. You were knitted together in your mother's womb, the Bible says. You're not an accident. You, you were purposed. You're on purpose. God has a view about you. And it's important that we understand what that view is so we can have the same view and line up. In fact, everything that Jesus did and said was about revealing who the father in heaven was it turns out that jesus said one thing about god in the gospels more than any other one attribute one one thing that he named and called god 189 times in the gospels alone it was this word father this word father so today we're going to look past Maybe our earthly father or other uh, examples of fathers on this earth. Where well, we're going to sort of contrast them to who our heavenly father is. And, and maybe my goal today is to let you realize: Hang on, I've got a wrong opinion, or I've got a wrong understanding, or I've got a wrong uh, viewpoint. I'm going to correct that according to God's word. So how God sees me, I can line up with how I see God, and and we can have that healthy identity that God wants for us. So a couple of contrasts to an earthly father who's human and flawed to our heavenly father who's perfect and holy to help us see these differences. Firstly, our earthly fathers can be absent, not just they're not present. Now, maybe that was a death or a divorce or disinterest or abandonment. I, I don't know uh, for you whether you ever suffered that. But let me share who our heavenly father is. He's actually omnipresent. Uh, Hebrews thirteen five says, I will never leave you or abandon you. He is with you no matter where you go. Uh, no matter whether you walk with him or away from him, God is still with you. He will never leave you, never forsake you. Uh, he is present in your life. Uh, some of us we may have had an abusive earthly father, emotionally or physical. Maybe they use their strength against you to hurt you or injure you, whether it was intentional or unintentional. But our <laughs> heavenly Father is not abusive. In fact, our heavenly Father is kind. Psalms 145:17. The Lord is righteous in, in everything He does. He's filled with kindness. He, he wants the best for you. He, he's a kind, a trustworthy, a good God. I know we live in a broken world where this crazy stuff that isn't good happens, but our God is good, and we can trust His goodness. Maybe you had a performance-based dad where uh, you had to earn his favor. It's a love based on your doing. Uh, Getting good grades or winning sports or getting a good job or an education. But our heavenly Father's love isn't based on our doing, it's based on our being, on who we are. Ephesians 4 8 For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is so no one can boast. It's not of your own doing, it's a gift of God. Uh, God is not a performance based Father. You don't have to earn his love. You don't have to perform for his love. He just loves you regardless. He's crazy about you today. He's madly in love with you, pursuing you. Sometimes we find that hard to accept that he would love us just because. But that's the truth of how God sees you. You're a son. You're a daughter. Sometimes our earthly dads can be passive. They're in the room, but they're not in your world, right? They're hiding instead of correcting, silent instead of speaking up or speaking in maybe that's their insecurity makes them want to please instead of loving but we have a God Romans 8 24 and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God is working all day every day every minute Uh, he is working for your good he is present he, he he's involved he's he's moving things around you'll never know until you get to heaven just what he's done behind the scenes for you he he's orchestrating situations and circumstances because of his love is so great for you he, he's not passive he's active and finally you may have an earthly father who's a bit antagonistic Kind of against you, and 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 it feels maybe threatened by you, and and sort of competitive in a strange way to make themselves feel better about themselves, and doesn't want to see you win. We have a God who wants to see you win. In John ten ten, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. That uh, this means extraordinary life. It means uh, uh, over and above, more than necessary, exceeding God is so wonderful and he wants the best for you. No wonder we've got a kind of a messed up view of God when we rattle off some of the experiences we've had on earth. No wonder we've got these challenges to see God correctly. Um, For my dad, he didn't know Christ and he didn't know any better. Grew up in northern beaches and Mona Vale and he was a business guy and he was always at work and, and and he didn't know any different wasn't a Christian we didn't grow up in a Christian home um, he was absent performance-based and passive no wonder I've got issues <laughs> with the way I view my God and so I've had to work for decades to correct this flawed view of my God through my earthly father I don't blame him. He, he doesn't know any different, but it sure messed up my view of God. And any change comes with self-awareness. What's self-awareness? When you admit you've got a problem. If you don't admit you've got a problem, you're never changing. <laughs> no, no. If you don't think you need fuel in the petrol tank, you're never going to get fuel. That's why we have a gauge. It tells us. We almost need a gauge. How am I viewing my God? How's my identity in Christ? Uh, you know, is it based on my uh, own ability or, or my experiences or is it based on God's Word? So it's important today we kind of measure where we're at. Here's the crazy thing. You know how m- m- my dad, look, I love him, but he just wasn't great. <laughs> he just was not around. Thank God for my mom. I wouldn't have been fed. I wouldn't have been picked up. Um, he had all the nice stuff, but he kind of just forgot me, you know. it was just it didn't sort of show up on time. Or, and, and I'm thinking, oh, he, he was so absent. And so performance-based, whenever I'd go to see him, he lived at North Avalon, he'd have a big list of jobs I'd have to do and that was our relational time, get these jobs done. And, uh, you know, he's just sort of was passive. Here's what's scary. I see some of those components. You know where I'm going here? From my dad? Working out through me. I've got to fight daily with my five kids that i am not absent or performance based or 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 passive now they're not here so just because i can get favorites based on how well they clean up (laughs) i can have favorites based on how well they do at school so i keep that pastor scholarship and don't get expelled you know i i i I can have favorites based on whether they're doing these ones in church right I, i i cannot fall into the trap of, of, of being uh, th- those earthly uh, characteristics. But I'm human. I'm flawed. I'm broken. We all are. That's why we need to say we can only get our identity through God's Word when we understand who God is and, and what He's like and, and accept that. Um, what about you? What's your view today of your heavenly Father? Because without the correct view of our heavenly Father, will never have a correct view of our true identity. Today, I'm praying God supernaturally, just um, by the power of the Holy Spirit, just reveals who God is and who you are. Um, I, I pray supernaturally God does something here. And, and we're going to have some ministry time at the end of this service to just maybe break off, uh, undo, um, rebuild, uh, some of your viewpoints of of, of who God is, um, one of the the, the great ways of, of of understanding who God is 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 his holy word, and we have a little catch cry in this series uh, that Anna put together so so brilliantly, discovering who we are starts at the heart of God, and at the heart of God is a great father and there 's probably one story I love more than any other that shares about our great father and who his heart is it's a story of a father with two boys one of them kind of stayed home do the right thing and the other one ran amok he took the inheritance and lived wild and blew it all and spent it the story is the prodigal son there is a um a characteristic in these stories of of, of God's heart of the father that we're going to unpack today Let's pick up the story in Luke 15, 20. Uh, So he got up and went to his father. This is the son who squandered his wealth, hit rock bottom, is eating food out of the pig pen, realizes he has a father that still loves him, and he heads home. Um, And he went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, the father saw him and was what? And was filled with compassion for him. I want to go back to the word saw him. The word saw him. Number one, three thoughts today about the characteristic of our heavenly father. Number one, our father in heaven is a patient father. You see, the father saw him a long way off. The the father was waiting for him. He he didn't get caught by surprise. I wonder if he had a rocking chair on that front porch and was looking down that uh, driveway waiting. I wonder if he'd worn the carpet uh, by his prayers at night. Uh, I I wonder if his knees were sore um, by kneeling and, and praying and waiting. He was a patient father that was waiting for his son to come home. He saw him a long way off. It may have been months, years. We don't know how long it was since the young boy took the money and ran away until he returned home. But our patient father in heaven, he will wait as long as it takes. Uh, I'm sure he'd had bad reports of the son's wild living and and he didn't intervene He, he didn't interrupt the son's downward spiral he didn't rescue he didn't fix he didn't control what did he do he waited isn't that interesting he waited our heavenly father is a patient God he waited patiently he also knew he was hungry He knew he was living on the streets with bad crowd, probably doing drugs and just running amok, a mess. And he waited patiently. Each day he would look out wondering if today's the day. Is today the day my boy's coming home? Is today the day he's going to come to his senses? Is today the day he's going to turn from his ways and come back? I, I, I wonder what he thought each day. You see, our heavenly Father thinks the same about you he was a patient father some of you he's a little more patient had to be more patient than others some of you are a little harder took a little longer than others um, some of you were sort of harder to get the attention but you're here because he's a patient father he didn't quit on you he didn't give up on you he didn't walk away from you He didn't, this is too this is too hard man this is too much work waiting patiently this is taking too long no no he waited patiently uh, Paul explains this great patience as he describes himself the greatest worst sinner of all in 1 Timothy 1:16. but for that very reason I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Paul calls himself. I'm the worst. I'm, I used to murder Christians. I was bad news. The worst of. Jesus Christ might display his what? Unlimited patience. What a beautiful verse that we need to hang on to today. Your Father in heaven is patient with you. Don't beat yourself up, don't put your timeline onto God. He's patient with you unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life you know the challenge is our patience is very limited we, we we don't do well with this thing called patience but our God he lives in another realm he has unlimited patience 2 Peter 3 9 God is patient with you he's patient with you today he he, he knows what you're going through He knows the challenges and the struggles. He is patient with you. Can we just stop and thank our Father in heaven? Oh my gosh, that He is patient with us. Thank you, Father, that you're patient with us. When we blow it, when, when we're short, when we fail, we don't represent you well, you're patient with us. And you're also patient with those who don't know you, who are far from you. Your patience can never be out, outworked. It's, it's unlimited. We can never exhaust your patience. Thank you, God, for your patience. Don't know why I got emotional there. I think because I'm one that needs extra patience, let me tell you. And somehow I have a God who's patient with me. But everyone uh, to come near to report. God is patient with us and want, not wanting anyone to perish. Uh, but everyone to come to repentance. You may know people in your life who don't know Christ. You may have children that don't know Christ. You may have family members that don't know Christ. We hang on to the truth and the identity we find that our God is a patient God with unlimited patience, unlimited patience. Number one, our God in heaven, he's a patient father. Number two, let's pick up the story in verse 21. Then the son said, Father, I've I've sinned against heaven and, and you and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Bring a a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Uh, Let's get the best Merlot out of the the wine cellar. Let's get whatever the best we've got in the house. Uh, Let's have a feast and and celebrate. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He he was lost and is found. And so they began to celebrate. Number one, our heavenly father is a patient father father number 2 he's a forgiving father he's a forgiving father this son sinned against his dad he blew his money blew his inheritance but he also trashed his father's name disgraced the family and what did he do he put a robe on him a robe represents i'm covering your sin uh, a, a robe represents you're made right with me he, he didn't wait for his behavior to change he didn't put him on probation you know he didn't give him a certain amount of pocket money to be faithful with that before he was just suddenly went from this uh kid that had run a mark, doing his own thing to he's a son entitled to everything. He was covered in a robe and a, 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 a ring on his finger signifies authority that he has in the family. He, uh, Psalms 103.12 says, God has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. God is a great father who forgives you. But not only does he forgive you, he forgets your sins. He doesn't hold them against you. You get a fresh, clean start every time you come to the Father in repentance and and say, God, would you forgive me? Would would you um, save me? Would, would, would Would you turn my heart back to you? Instantly, God forgives you. Isaiah 43, 25, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions. Gone, blotted out. Doesn't hold them against you. I knew you'd do that. You'd done it before. It doesn't do that. We do it. Others do it. Our Heavenly Father doesn't do it. That's a big correction we need to find in our own identity and understanding. He doesn't hold our past against us. He doesn't hold our sins. He forgives you. He releases you. We remember, but He forgets. He's a patient Father. He's a forgiving Father. And finally, He's an intimate Father. Luke fifteen twenty, but while he was a long way off, his father saw him and filled with compassion for him. He what? He ran to his son and threw his arms around it, kissed him and hugged him. And this is a, a very significant um, uh, description in scripture because this was not common for Jewish men to run with their robes. It would often show their, their bare legs and, and it would be quite unbecoming. But, but the father's like, I don't care what people think. I'm, I'm running, I've been waiting. He hugged, he kissed. His son was all stinky and messed up and been hanging out in the pig's pen and he just loved him and hugged him and, and kissed him. He wasn't embarrassed about what his son had done to his name. He wasn't embarrassed about how his son had made him look bad amongst the elders of, of the village. He just ran He hugged him. He kissed him. 1 John 3, 1. How great is the love the Father has lavished upon us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are when we're children. We're loved. There's an intimacy. There's a fondness. There's a hugging. There's uh, there's this kind of emotional connection. There is a physical connection, emotionally, physically. Physically. And, and, and Jesus, whenever he would talk about his father on earth, he'd often give him this name, Abba. It's an Aramaic term for daddy. There's this intimacy. God wants to have this intimacy with you. I, I sort of can get over the whole patient thing and, and I can get over the forgiving thing because that's who he is. This intimacy is hard for me. That, that he would just love me for who I am because I know who I am. I'm, I'm not that good. I, I, I can be annoying. I, 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 I can be rude. You know, I, I just, I'm human. I can just sometimes have a bad day. I can get moody. And, and yet God wants this intimacy. With, why would you want intimacy with me? Wouldn't you want it with someone better than me? Wouldn't you want it with some better Christian? He wants intimacy with you. I started this message with a story about my daughter. She's a daddy's girl. And maybe it's because she's my firstborn. I don't know, maybe it's because I got four boys that were born after. Maybe it's because she would do manicures and paint my face when she was a baby. But here's a photo of, of my little Abby when, when, we, uh, when she was little. And uh, she is just a little, Daddy's girl. Well, as you know, January, she transformed into this great woman of God, and she got married. And uh, I had to walk her down the aisle and uh, and say goodbye to her as my daughter as I handed her over to my son-in-law. There was a very uh, emotional time that day, and since, uh, here's another photo of just that day where we whew, we had to say goodbye <laughs> i won't look up there um but the reason is i wanted to share this great intimacy that my daughter have in this last photo um as as we were just singing butterfly kisses on on the uh dance floor and i don't know if anyone knows that song but we would sing it to each other uh, every night and uh we, 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 we it was it was I feel bad for my son-in-law to be honest, because we're so tight and we talk all day at the moment. Once a week, we we talk for a good two hours, and and she still calls me daddy. And he's like, "When are you going to stop with this daddy thing?" You know, it's not cool. You're like a grown adult. You're like 23. Uh, she says, "He'll always be my daddy." And I'm like, "Yes, I will. He'll always be my baby girl." And uh, I know it's a bit weird, and I feel bad for him, um, but. But there is this, this intimacy with my daughter, and uh, she's special. And it's in the same way God wants to have this intimacy um, with you today. And when you see who you are, that helps you have this intimacy. We're going to sing this song. It's a song about Abba Father. The lyrics come from the prodigal's son story. And, and I actually want you to sit. And as the band plays and the lyrics are on the screen and we minister to you today, I'm praying for an encounter with God for each of you. I'm praying you would physically sense his love today like like never before. I'm praying that you would know that you are special, you are loved, you're affirmed, that you're a child of God, that that he is proud of you. He's crazy about you. He loves you. He's the Father in heaven that just wants nothing more than to spend the next couple of minutes in relationship with you as you think about Him and listen to these words and sort of maybe you talk to God. Um, Maybe you focus and concentrate on Him. I I just want you to turn your heart right here, right now to, to your Father in heaven and have that intimacy as we sing this song to you today. you Today, God, we belong to you. You're our Abba, our Father in heaven. Father, I pray today we would receive your love like never before. We would understand who we are, that we've been saved, redeemed through Jesus Christ to have an intimate relationship with a loving Father in heaven. Father, I pray for any flaws to be removed as we see you. We're humbly and we're sorry for limiting you, for having a wrong view of you. Would you correct that today so that we can love you the way we were created to? Still praying today with eyes closed, maybe, maybe you're like that second son who's been doing life your own way. It's time to come home. It's time to come home. It's time to surrender your will, your control, surrender your own plans. Dad, I'm home. Maybe you didn't know there was a Father waiting for you. Our Father in heaven is waiting. He sent His Son, Jesus, so you could know Him, be forgiven, not just for this life, but for eternity. See, salvation isn't just about forgiveness of sins. It's so you can enter a relationship with our Heavenly Father, not just for this life, but forever. But Christ is the only way. You can't do it through good works. You can't do it through performance. It's only through grace. And today's your day to come home. If that's you, say, Miles, that's me. I want to come home. I want want to know God. I I want to be forgiven. Just raise your hand wherever you are. We, We welcome you. We don't judge you. We love on you to let you make that call to say, yeah, I want to be saved. By the blood of Jesus Christ, you can be forgiven. Might I also add how unfair it is on Jesus who paid the ultimate price and gave his life that we would not accept forgiveness because of what he's done. Maybe some of you today, you need to forgive yourself because God's forgiven us. Thank you for Jesus who revealed the Father to us so we can be saved. I want to pray over everyone else. Father, I just pray for a beautiful presence in this place right here. Let your presence just fall. You know, it's amazing that the God of the universe would show up at Castle Hill in a warehouse behind a wreckers to meet with us today. Thank you for your presence. I want some of you to picture God's arms, picture yourself nestling into those arms. Maybe those arms in the earthly experience have been used for harm, but God's arms are to be used for good, for loving, accepting, connecting. Just, just see yourself settling into His arms. Every one of you, no one's getting left behind this morning. Just see yourself in His arms, holding you, carrying you. Father, minister to every person today. Minister. Your your presence, God. Holy Spirit, we call upon you. We, we, We just sit in your arms this morning.